Happy Monday, Tater Tots, and welcome back to another episode of Topics of Taboo, the raw and honest podcast where we unpack, educate, and attempt to erase the stigma surrounding taboo topics. I'm your host, Megan Dykeman, and in today's episode, oh, we really are going to be talking taboo. I'm going to therapy. Um, yeah, that's a whole thing. And I sort of just want to unpack and prepare for my therapy session in seven weeks, I guess, by using this outlet as a form of therapy. <laughs> Hashtag healthy. No, I'm not going to go into major detail, but I have been slacking I know there hasn't been an episode for the past two weeks. I just genuinely haven't had the mental capacity. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to be telling you everything that's been going on in my life physically and mentally. I have a lot of stuff going on and I want to share it and I have no issues with sharing that. I think it's important to talk about when we're not doing so great um, because at the end of the day we're all human and I love um, listening to other people's podcasts where they talk about their mental health and what they've been going through and seeing a therapist and really normalizing that because I think that's something I really want to do on here as well. Um, But yeah, I'm sorry for the mini hiatus. I feel like I say that a lot and there's a lot of reasons for it. Um, And yeah, we're going to unpack that in today's episode. I just want to preface this by saying I love you all so much. Thank you so much for being patient with me. I understand that it's annoying and and like people like having their regular podcasts to listen to. I too like regular podcasts to listen to and I look forward to podcasts and I know the day they're uploading and all of that stuff. So I apologize for being a little MIA, but I know you'll all understand as you always do my mental health just had to be put first and that then meant that the podcast got put on the back burner a little so I do apologize as well as my other social media platforms you may have noticed or you may not have even noticed at all but I've been a little bit quiet on there um, just because I've been going through some personal stuff which I'm about to really delve into so okay I'm just going to jump straight into it my mental health not great my mental health's probably the worst it's ever been um anxiety through the roof like (laughs) anxiety bestie oh we are not besties um I am someone that's never really experienced anxiety in my life until now. I have friends that have who have spoken about it with me and their troubles with it and and the symptoms of it and all that sort of thing and what triggers them. But I did not know what anxiety was until this year, namely the past month or so. Um, I had social anxiety at times or like you get a bit anxious when you're going to like a job interview or you have an exam or like just genuine nerves and anxiousness. Yeah, of course, but proper like full on anxiety that I'm experiencing now about things that I never have before and like things that shouldn't be making me anxious. And I genuinely think it's because I'm my plate is so full. I'm filling my plate to the brim in terms of work, in terms of pushing myself to the absolute limit. But for a good reason, like I'm not being unhealthy with my habits. I'm just not organized. And I think that's what my mind needs. That's what my brain needs. It needs structure. It needs organization. I've been speaking about this for a while with the people in my close circle, but I genuinely think that I have undiagnosed ADHD And I think that might be contributing to a lot of my stress, a lot of my anxiety, a lot of my dissociating. Um, I've been going through it the past couple of weeks and and doing a lot of self-reflection and realizing things about myself and then going ahead, being proactive and doing something about it. I am 
I went to the doctor today. I have a mental health plan and I'm booked in with a psychologist in seven weeks. That was honestly the closest appointment I can get, which is fucked. I rang around all of the psychologists and, and clinics and all of them had a massive waiting list that was either full and they weren't adding new people to the waiting list or psychologists weren't taking on new clients. Now, I understand that obviously there's a bit of a mental health crisis going on now with all things COVID and just general people wanting to seek help, which is fantastic, but I could not believe how long the wait was because I've just never seen someone. I've never had to see someone and people around me that see someone are already seeing someone. <laughs> like, they, maybe they had to wait at one point, but they're seeing someone regularly now. So, it, it, so I didn't even think about how long it would take. Um, and I sort of wish I did it much sooner. But anywho, at least I'm doing it now. Um, but yeah, I really want to book in and start delving into that a little bit more. Um, obviously, self-diagnosing isn't great. I am honestly the poster girl for self-diagnosis. Like it's only because in the past things that I've thought were wrong with me, things that I Googled and thought were what was happening to me, nine times out of 10 have been. And I feel as though I'm very in touch with how I'm feeling and the things that are going on with me and my soul and like all of that. Like I, I know when something's wrong. I have a really good sort of intuition for that stuff because I've gone through so much with my body um, and mental health lately. But yeah, I'm someone that I, I like to think that when something's wrong, I sort of know what it is roughly. And that might sound ridiculous, but like... I don't know. I got some news last night and it's something that I is really stressing me out and stressed me out today. I had to go to a lot of different appointments today and do a lot of different errands. So basically I've spoken about my gut health on here in the past and I, um, I've come off the pill. You all know this, but I went to see a gastroenterologist last week. I had them booked in since the start of the year when all my gut issues flared up and were super duper bad with anxiety and everything about coronavirus and all of that. So I went ahead and booked in an appointment with a gastroenterologist in like January and I couldn't get in until June. So I was like, that's fine. I'll keep it whatever. Obviously this year has absolutely flown and it ended up being last week that I had this appointment. So honestly, after coming off the pill, my symptoms have subsided 80%. Like they are so, so much better, but they are still there. And it's just like a little niggling thing. So I decided to attend this appointment and basically I told her all my symptoms, what happens, my anxiety, my bloating, my IBS symptoms, all of this. And basically I left the appointment with, all right, let's do a full blood examination. So full blood test and but at the end of the day I don't think you have like a Crohn's disease or celiac or like anything like that I think you have a functional gut disorder which is basically just okay monitor your symptoms be low FODMAP and there's no real cure for it so and that's what I've pretty much been told for the past couple of years it's what I've lived with I've wanted more answers and and craved more answers and wanted more tests done but every single person I've been to has been like okay elimination diet or you know like it's just IBS or you know it's it's nothing you can do anything about it's nothing too serious but there's uh, no cure for it so that's how I left I left pretty somber pretty upset and just flat like okay so this is who I am I'm just I'm gonna bloat every day 
Um, and yeah, <laughs> that'd be it. But uh, she got the blood tests back and she gave me a call last night and uh, turns out she thinks I am celiac, which is massive for me because uh, gluten's never been something that's affected me that I thought, especially not immediately. Like, and obviously I've done more research into it now and I've been told some things, but um, gluten doesn't always have to have a direct impact on a celiac person, it seems. Um, dep it depends on uh, the severity of your celiac and, and all of that as well. Yeah, my basically, long story short, my antibodies or the antibodies that they see in people with celiac disease were elevated in my bloods um my iron was low and yeah just a few other things she could tick off that sort of made it seem as though I was celiac so um that was pretty tough news to get I guess when I've been told for like the past five or so years oh you're not celiac you're not celiac I've also had a test for celiac before um a few years back which was negative and I've then now obviously gone and done some research and found out that the it can be really tough to diagnose celiac and diseases like this um, and that you can get false positives and false negatives and it happens quite frequently. Um, so yeah, I'm really sort of stuck in, oh my God, what if I am? And it honestly makes so much sense. The Sometimes I'm bloating from certain foods and then other times I'm not and like the anxiety linked to all of it and honestly being anemic um a lot like I've had low iron a lot but then I've also had times where I've got bloods done and my iron and all my levels have been completely fine so it's a bit strange I have absolutely no idea what's going on in my body and that's really quite frightening um so yeah for the next six or so weeks I've pretty much to been told to do the gluten challenge which is where you just consume as much gluten as possible make sure all of those antibodies absolutely everything is firing and, and elevated when I go to have a gastroscopy Ugh, which I'm super duper anxious about as well because I hate <laughs> sounds so funny but like I hate having things in my mouth and my throat like genuinely when I had braces getting the molds done for braces and mouth um, retainers I would gag I would fully gag in the chair the whole time so if any of you besties have celiac or you've had to have a gastroscopy at some point, please DM me on Instagram and give me some words of advice and wisdom and calm my nerves about that. I know it's six weeks away. I have a long time to prepare, but I really don't like that stuff. Like I'd rather have an endoscopy. I'd rather than put something up my butt. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so my gastroenterologist has ordered a uh, gastroscopy for me to see what's and take a little biopsy from my small intestine. And just put a little camera down there and see what's going on. Um, so that's kind of scary. Uh, so I got that news last night. And then, honestly, over the past couple of weeks, my anxiety has been getting worse. My stress, my, my stress load, I guess. Not being able to handle my emotions, my moods, my memories poor. My ability to get anything done is just uh, so poor. Um, so my mental health's on a, a decline and that's okay and it's okay to admit that and it's it's okay to get help and it's okay to ask for help and I'm very proud of myself for being so proactive about it. it maybe I shouldn't have got, let it got to this level. I think I am someone who also prides myself on oh I can get myself out of this slump you know like oh it's just a little bit of anxiety I can sort of uh, work through it and yes to a certain extent I've worked through it for a while now and it's just got to a tipping point where it's affecting me day to day um, to the point where I just have so much to do that I don't do anything. Um, when my mind is cluttered where I cannot 
get anything done or do anything without making a list or a reminder or I will forget. Um, And it's scary. It's scary because I've never been like this. My mental health has never been like this. I've had bouts of anxiety and stuff with um, whenever I've had like personal things going on in my life or with my family, of course, but um, not to this point. So yeah, I am being proactive. I went to the doctor today, got a mental health plan sorted and booked in with a psych in like seven weeks. So I'm really excited um, to do that. I just really want to talk through it I I need to get some strategies because this bestie ain't coping well in saying that my family my parents my partner my besties and my housemates have all been really really good lately and we've all been sort of super supportive of each other and encouraging each other to go and get therapy because I think therapy honestly for anyone it does not matter what you're going through or if you're going through anything at all I think therapy is good for anyone but yeah so that's sort of like the health stuff. I also have, I think I've spoken about it, but like I'm seeing an osteo because I've got hips are a bit uneven and misaligned and and yeah, so my physical health is also suffering right now along with my mental health. Usually it's just sort of a mental health thing that I push to the side, but it's kind of uh, a bit physical and mental right now. So just as things were getting on track, full-time job, you know, doing two things, doing what I love, um, yeah. This sort of throws a bit of a spanner in the works, I guess. Um, But that's sort of where I'm at. And I'm also struggling a lot with imposter syndrome. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's basically like an internal experience of believing that you're not as competent as others perceive you to be. So like you all love my content, you applaud my content, you're all messaging me and like I get messages from people saying I helped you come out and... Um, you love my content and what it does and it encourages you to be more you and all of that. So imposter syndrome is like basically where you feel like a fraud um, or you don't feel like you're equipped enough to do what you're doing or you sort of just feel like a phony Um, and I've been feeling so much of that lately and I again have never really felt that before and I don't know if it's just because my mental health in general is quite poor at the moment but yeah I'm just going through a stage of why would anyone even want to listen to me like what have I got to say what is even worth putting out you know and and I know that's silly because I have all of you listening and I have such a good follower base that is so loyal and so kind and I know I help people because you tell me that yourselves constantly on the daily I get so much feedback from all of you I get so much you know like not praise I think praise is the wrong word but I know I help all of you and I know my content serves a a great purpose especially within the LGBTQ plus community on YouTube and everything as well I'm so aware of that but I don't know I just lately have been feeling like a fraud like yeah imposter syndrome you can definitely I'll leave a link to it um in the show notes if you want to read more about it but yeah it's just basically we don't feel like you have like people from the outside see you're competent and see like what you're doing is 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 great and stuff and then you just don't see that in yourself um so I've been struggling a lot with that lately and just like questioning like what I'm doing like with social media and I've had like no motivation and it's something that a lot of creators go through and obviously I want to shed light on that too we're not always like happy-go-lucky bubbly people that have constant ideas to put forward um, and create like at the end of the day being a creative is is difficult it's hard and don't get me wrong I'm never going to be ungrateful for what I do because I am so blessed to do what I do Um, I love it so much but 
yeah, creators get burnt out. Creators have a lack of creativity at times where we go into a slump and we don't have any motivation or creativity to to find that and get that spark back. And that's sort of just when you need to take a break. Um, But yeah, obviously, I want to keep it real with all of you and let you know what's going on and there are some other personal things that I won't go into. Obviously, I'll keep some stuff private, but yeah, basically, I am going through it, both mentally and physically now, I guess. But um, obviously, I'll keep you up to date with my mental health journey and the physical health journey and um, talk about any revelations that come to light. I feel like I just sort of unpacked so much and there, there is still so much that I obviously haven't spoken about on here because that'll be um, for my proper psych sesh obviously proper therapy um but yeah basically health wise it's literally just prolonged gut issues being a potential celiac coming off the pill um, anxiety disassociating having uneven hips like all of this stuff and then obviously with my mental health just anxiety mood swings difficulty focusing low-key thinking i'm undiagnosed adhd and wondering whether life could have been so much easier for the past however long and and wondering if i'm not neurotypical and it again probably sounds like I'm spiraling and I probably am a bit because I am going through it besties um yeah I I think again if you're listening to this and you have ADHD or you know someone that does I would love for you to reach out I would love to talk to some of you about it obviously not self-diagnosing I just have done a lot of peer-reviewed like actual research into it um and so many of the side effects and symptoms of ADHD in women adult women just align with what I'm currently going through and what I have gone through but I've just lived with and I've just not thought of it or attributed it to something that could be ADHD undiagnosed. I I guess women are better at masking and yeah that does go undiagnosed because it's it's not always it's there are different symptoms in women than there are in men um, when it comes to it and men and and boys are are more like easily diagnosed in in school as well for being like inattentive or disruptive or hyperactive and and obviously there's a lot more to it Um, you can have the inattentive side without being hyperactive and vice versa Um, and you can also have both but uh, yeah I've been doing a lot of research into that and I I low-key think there is something there which is not bad at all. It only allows me to educate you all more on on that and um, open up about it if that is the case. Um, but it, obviously, if it's not the case, then that's that's also okay. And maybe there are other things going on that I'm unaware of. Um, or maybe it could just be um, a bit of depression, a bit of anxiety. Obviously, mental health, it's a spectrum um, like anything else. So, yeah. A um, bit of a different one today, but I guess we're still on the train of tabooness because not too many people are this open about how they feel and what they're going through, even with their closest, um, nearest and dearest. So that is pretty much it. Thank you all so much for listening. I feel a lot better getting that off my chest so you all sort of know what's been going on and, and why the social media has been lacking. But we back on. Um, I just need a tight schedule. <laughs> Otherwise, my brain explodes, essentially. Um, yes, 
I don't think it's like the right vibe to read out reviews this episode, um, but I'm, I promise I will in the next one. The next episode is going to probably be Fraser and I debunking some unpopular opinions. Uh, um, I can't wait for that. I popped it up on my Instagram story the other day. I had a little peek and not going to lie, some of them are really funny and I can't wait to discuss them <laughs> and agree or disagree. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for listening and uh, I hope you're all doing well. My DMs are, of course, always, always open, especially on the Topics of Taboo Instagram, which, by the way, thank you so much for 1,000 followers. Holy heck. I've just started posting um, reels on there and they're sort of just blowing up and helping it grow, which is awesome. So if any of you are new and this is the first episode you're listening to, I definitely sorry it's a somber one I definitely recommend you go and listen to uh, episode number zero and then all the way to I think this is 26 possibly um because yeah definitely don't listen to this and then not others because I promise there is better content unless of course you really like this uh version of me that is very open and vulnerable but yes definitely go ahead and listen to the other episodes and let me know your thoughts but yeah my dms are always open on my personal insta which is just my name at megan dykeman or definitely on topics of taboo because obviously there's there's less followers on there and less people messaging me so if you do want to get to me and you definitely want to guarantee a reply then just dm me on there um yeah, always open to chat, especially about this sort of topic, mental health, all that good stuff, um, or just about general life chat. Um, send me a message and I'll have a chat to you. But yeah, I appreciate your time today. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And yes, I promise next week's will be a lot more lighthearted, but I will continue to keep you updated on absolutely everything. I think it's important and um, I'm sure you'll all value this as well. So thank you so much. Let's chat on Instagram and yeah, I'll chat to you all next week. Bye. Bye.